Hi, welcome to Thriving in Midlife, Living Beyond Mediocre. If you're a woman who is struggling in this season of life called midlife, then you have found the right place. Because in this show, we will discuss all topics that affect women during midlife, such as relationships, wellness, fitness, stress, careers, finances, and faith. I'm Cheryl Esch, creator of this show and a health and fitness professional with a passion to encourage and guide women in midlife to have a full, vibrant life now and beyond. The show will offer strategies drawn from my own experiences in addition to speaking with experts. My desire is to educate, empower, and encourage women through this podcast to become greater than mediocre in body, mind, and spirit. I hope you will join on a weekly basis with Thriving in Midlife by subscribing to this podcast. Let's rise above the mediocrity and thrive. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Thriving in Midlife. How's everyone doing out there? Well, it's almost the end of 2020. And as everybody says, it's been quite a year. Certainly nothing we expected nor prepared or planned for. But today I'm going to talk about the silver linings of 2020. Now you all may be focusing on a lot of that negative stuff that happened throughout the year and how challenging it was. Well, I have always been one to approaching things as if there's a silver lining and to look at them as how could I learn from this? So I've always been one that looks at things as the glass is half full, not half empty. So I hope you will join me in looking at the positive things that has happened this year in 2020. And I'm sure there have been some, we just have to look for them. So today I'm going to talk about seven things that I noticed were definitely silver linings that happened this year in 2020. And I feel like as we reflect back on the year, it helps us to prepare for the next year. I usually spend the week between Christmas and New Year's evaluating my year. And so that's where I am right now. I'm recording this the week between Christmas and New Year's. And then after I've done that, after I've reflected on what went well in 2020 or the previous year, uh, then I can sit down and kind of look forward to seeing how I can make 2021 even better. So here we are. We are going to look back together on some good things that I think have affected everybody in 2020. So the first silver lining that I found out rather quickly was this time off, time for, uh, for example, I lost my job and wasn't working for a while as a lot of people uh, experienced in the pandemic and which is devastating Um, and it's not a positive thing. However, out of that, many people were allowed to reevaluate their lives and they were evaluating what was important now. There was a lot of time for self-reflection, which I did plenty of, and it offered us a time to reset our priorities. So many people found that they had to pivot um, because maybe uh, they were unhappy with their jobs 
and they were allowed to reinvent themselves. I heard countless stories of people saying, uh, for example, I had heard some school teachers that actually decided not to go back in the fall due to just the constraints of doing either online learning or all the cleaning they had to do and the social distancing if they went back face to face. And just really, uh, it allowed them to evaluate whether do they really love teaching that much? And I heard of many teachers actually um, pivoting their careers due to the pandemic. I've also heard a lot of other people having to pivot and reinvent themselves to so that they could support their family. And so I think this time off, um, for me, it was, it was beautiful. I know it sounds ironic that me losing income was beautiful, but I realized that having left a very uh, stressful job, that I was much happier without that in my life and wanted to really pursue something that was uh, a little more authentic to who I was. And I think I was not alone in that. This time of sheltering in place really allowed us to reevaluate ourselves. I also recall hearing early on a famous professional development coach say, how do you want to end up after this pandemic? Do you want to end up being better than yourself or are worse? And I took that to heart. And I know that that kind of reflection allowed me to look at what do I want to change in my life? This is the opportunity to do that. So that is a positive thing that I think many people did take advantage of which also sort of feeds into this second silver lining that I noticed. I feel like we were forced to problem solve. And that again goes into uh, sort of pivoting maybe in your career, but businesses, schools, everybody had to problem solve many things. For example, schools had to go online learning immediately. They had to figure that out quickly. Um, Grocery stores had to figure out how to do more online, you know, just pick up groceries. Um, It had started, but it really caught on during this time. Uh, Businesses had to shift. And for example, there was a company I heard about that made um, headbands uh, for women, uh, mainly for like hiking or running. And because a lot of people weren't really doing that as much, they felt a call to help the healthcare workers and anybody that needed it because masks were kind of a little short at one certain point. And so they used their fabric that they would use for um, their headbands and they shifted their production to making masks and then donating those masks to a lot of the hospitals. So there were stories, countless stories like that, that people had to, are forced to problem solve. And maybe you personally were forced to problem solve a very funny issue of a shortage of toilet paper. Yes. So maybe you had to figure out, okay, how can we make this last roll extend itself until I can find some in the store? Maybe you pulled out the Kleenex or you had to use paper towels or, you know, uh, try to use less uh, (laughs) 
So there were many ways I'm sure we all had to problem solve and maybe even had to um, use that for a job as well. The third silver lining that I noticed this year was this time off and this kind of a being forced to reevaluate ourselves and reflect. And in light of the health issue of coronavirus, we were shown how important our health is. Now, this is a passion of my heart, is that we all probably noticed how important it is to stay healthy and to get or get healthy if you weren't. And then to have proper nutrition, exercise, and then let's not forget the mental health. I know that there, because of the isolation, there was a lot of some issues. There's been a spike in suicides and depression now. And so mental health, taking care of our mental health, knowing how important that is, surely became evident to us during this time. And then being grateful for our health. I've been so blessed to have a family that's been healthy throughout this time. That has been such a silver lining. Everybody, including even some of my extended family, have all been very healthy. So I feel very blessed in that way. And we all take our health fairly seriously. Maybe not all my family members, but you know, just knowing that um, we need to do that so that we are less likely to get sick. And then a fourth silver lining I noticed is despite the fact that we were sheltered in place at some points or felt isolated, that we recognized the need and foundation of humans requiring community. And so we found creative ways to connect with others. How many of you are Zoomed out for sure? So there were a lot of, even in my own family, uh, connections made, not just by phone, but sometimes by Zoom so that we could actually see that person's face. Um, we also may have noticed that the need for compassion for others shine through with many selfless acts. Maybe there was a neighbor that couldn't get out and someone bought them groceries. And there were countless stories of those that I'm sure have touched your heart as well. And so that was something that brought to the forefront that we are human and we need that community. And part of community is showing compassion and helping and serving others. So I think a lot of that came out because there were many people that were in need. And so there were people that stepped up, those that were maybe blessed that could really offer their support, whether it was financially or physically or giving food. For example, like when restaurants closed, a lot of the restaurants were donating their food that would go bad to a lot of homeless shelters and food banks to help those people uh, that were in need. So these are inspiring uh, stories to show us that Yes, there's still compassion and hope out there despite everything that went on. When you're stuck in one household and you're all, maybe you're working from home or the kids are doing schooling, online learning, and maybe you are having to help them and everybody's kind of on top of one another and there's no um, private space. There's no way to get away from people that it probably brought to light some simmering relational issues 
that maybe had not been resolved in your family. Maybe there were dynamics that for years had been festering and we didn't want to confront them. Maybe because we just didn't have time. It was all okay because we were so busy. But now we had to since we were 24-7 in the same household with the same people. So we had to learn how to um, communicate better possibly. And I think this is a good thing because things that have swept under the rug um, may have come to light during this time and maybe showed us what we need to fix or what even needed to be dissolved. That one's a tough one, um, but I know in light and in long-term relationships, just as the, the silver lining before in needing community, we also need to have a good relationships with people. And so that was, even though that might have been a tough one, and you would maybe disagree that that was a silver lining, it's a good thing to notice and confront those issues and see how you might be able to resolve them. And then go back to silver lining number two, which is problem solving. We've gotten so good at that. And honestly, problem solving is not a skill they teach you in school or college. So I think this year has really um, helped bring new skills for many people. Uh, Another silver lining would be that we certainly spent less money, okay, especially on unnecessary items like clothes. We weren't going to work anymore, most of us, and eating out, you couldn't eat out. Restaurants were closed for a while, at least here in Texas. Uh, Toys, gadgets, you know, anything that was maybe unnecessary. We weren't driving anywhere for most of us either, so you saved on gas. We weren't spending as much money which was good for those people that truly did lose their jobs. Um, But we also maybe had to reevaluate, because we lost our job, had to evaluate our household budget. What could we cut back on? Do we really need all those memberships? Can we stop um, subscribing to HBO or any of those ancillary things that cost you money every month? That Believe it or not, if you sat down and looked at them, you would realize how much a month it was taking out of your pocketbook. So in the end, nobody missed the material things that we couldn't buy, except maybe toilet paper. (laughs) But instead, we missed the company of others, and especially that physical touch or hugs, which is so necessary um, even for adults, even for us adults. I know we think kids really need hugs, and they do. But we adults also need them as well. And then the final silver lining that I noticed as we moved through uh, many political and racial issues throughout the year, that a lot of our beliefs and morals were challenged. And I think that we had to wake up to see and what we stand for and maybe even question our views. And this is a good thing because many of us uh, might have been stuck in our views. Maybe they were views that we adopted because our parents believed them. And so it brought into question what you believed and what you stood for and what you supported. And then I think it also challenged us to be strong in what we believed and stood for and to not 
be swayed, but also to be open to hear the other side. So I think that part, although it created anxiety, it created conversation, which was important. And it certainly showed me uh, the need to, to have reasons for my beliefs and to stand strong in those, but also to be compassionate and open to just allowing the other side to air theirs as well, because I would want that. I would want people to hear my side as well. So all in all, I think 2020 was a good year. And I think in general, the overarching word I would give 2020 is looking back and being grateful, just being grateful for what you have and not what you're missing, but what you have. So I challenge you to reflect on your year as I do every year. Take some time, sit down with some pen and paper, write down what good happened this year. Do not reflect on the bad. We There was so much bad that went on and upheaval and discord and we could spend all day talking about all the bad things that happened in 2020. But I find that if we focus on the good, there is just something that goes on in our brain and they I know that there's science to back it up, uh, the whole gratitude and being positive and how it influences many things in your body. Uh, so I would challenge you to sit down, write what happened that was good this year, write it down, get a pen and paper, just like I did. And I found there was some other personal things, um, that went well for me or that I discovered this year that were silver linings as I reflect back. And I've written those down for myself. And also, what did you learn? What did you learn this year? Were there some new skills you had to pick up? Did you learn how to communicate better? Did you learn to problem solve a little better? Did you have to pivot and learn some new skills for a new job? Write those down as well. Those are positive things. And that's what we want to focus on here. And then ask yourself this question as well. What if 2020 was actually the most important year of your life? Ponder on that. Because often it takes time for us to look back and see the workings of our past and how they were good for us despite the challenges. And I believe we only grow when we are challenged. And change may be hard, but that is also how we evolve. Well, I thank you for listening, and I look forward to any comments you might have. Please don't forget to subscribe, and stay tuned because my next episode will propel us into 2021. Again, with some positive ideas of how we can make 2021 even better. And don't forget to subscribe and please share with your friends so that we can build this community together and we can continue to rise above mediocre. See you next time.